Hello, my name is Kelly Rose. I've worked with Alexa Dara for the last four years, and to say that I've grilled her on everything light, angel, and energy related is a pure understatement. I've often thought that others could benefit from our discussions, and now they will. Thank you so much for joining me on this project, Alexa. To bring listeners up to speed, you have been channeling angelic energy since the age of three. You hold a master's of theology degree, and you have been a traditional naturopathic doctor for over 20 years. Your approach has been nothing short of life-changing for me personally. Thank you, Kelly. It is a wonderful testimony for me going into this work to watch somebody like you grow from the work, moving through awareness into strength. Thank you. Thank you. I look so forward to these daily conversations. This is Audio Alchemy with Alexa Dara. Good morning, Alexa. Good morning, Kelly. I hope today finds you surrounded with blessings. Thank you, and to you as well. Thank Um, you. Today we are talking about one of my favorite subjects, the the work that I have done with you uh, over really the last solid year um, and navigating my own self through this program um, has been (laughs) such an incredible ride. So today we are talking about Uh, the orange room, the power of the orange room. To start, you provided us a uh, guiding quote that from Matriel, to truly embrace the true nurture within, we must truly embrace the divine feminine. And uh, the orange room is the key to the divine feminine. Can you talk a little bit about why the divine feminine um, is so crucial both for men and women? right now but absolutely excuse me absolutely the divine feminine energy that we're pulling in from from the divine creator is part of our evolution of i would say half of our evolution we have the divine masculine too but the divine feminine is the piece of us that is the evolution for acceptance of whom we truly are on this planet, nurturing ourselves, the acceptance of how we create, the evolution of our existence, our creative ideas, our our passions, our emotions, our sexuality, and how we create from those state of being. That is the Divine Feminine. Can you talk a little bit about, um, like, to back up a little bit as far as like where that energy center is in in the body and and how we how we sort of call on it absolutely so for females it's about two and a half inches below our belly button to our outer hips to our sexual organs and what that energy does within the female body, it's the uterus, it's the ovaries, it's the large intestine. And we see that physical piece come into play when we are out of balance in our divine feminine, when we are out of balance in our creativity, when we're out of balance in our self-love. 
et cetera, et cetera, it comes into play as stagnation. So when we're in balance, we have that creative house flowing naturally and properly. With males, we see the same body from the two and a half inches below the belly button to the hips, to the sexual organs. And we see men go into stagnation in the lower bowels and the prostate, of course, sexual energy. And when they are in full flow in the orange room with their divine feminine, everything there is in flow, creative energy, procreation, sexual energy. We can go on and on about how it creates in either direction, but it needs to be created in a healthy state of being, a healthy evolution for us all. Mm -hmm. What I've noticed over the last year in, in just being hyper aware of the orange room and the different pillars that you have outlined is I have learned both the contrast and the flow. Um, and I think both were super helpful for me to experience, to learn how to get control, maybe control's the wrong word, um, to, to uh, allow them uh, to work in conjunction with each other in a state of flow, but also what really, to be super aware of what happens when they're in contrast. Absolutely. This, when you're, when you're in, in your own evolution of your divine feminine and you're working in the orange room, you're working as a creative master. Okay. You are in pure evolution of your creativity. You have awoken your passions to drive your creativity. You have awoken your emotions to be authentic in your passions to drive your creativity and your sexuality is on fire. Yeah, it's interesting because um, I always thought of creativity as one sort of one sort of uh, way, but I have noticed that creativity shows up both in left brain and right brain. Like creativity in in everything doesn't have to be, you know, all bright and colorful. It can be creativity in spreadsheets and business propositions and you know all sorts of things and I've noticed that when I learned how to tap into that and sort of play with that kind of energy it, like when I started there it just rippled through my entire life almost to the fact where I was a little taken aback I mean I remember coming to you thinking is this possible absolutely you know you think about it we've you've heard me say the phrase energy follows consciousness yes so the moment that you put a conscious thought to any or an action to anything you're doing that becomes your evolution because your thought becomes action so creativity is all aspects of motion mm -hmm. put into action yeah i've noticed too that once i really sort of, I had to come at it systematically. That's just how I needed to approach all of this to sort of order it as if I could in my brain. But I, I understood that that actually works as well. Like I think people come at this from all different ways. And for me, it was, okay, I am actively going to 
um, keep the vibration of creativity in every single thing that I do, you know, today or this week or whatever. And then when I watched the ripple effect, it, it literally flowed into every single pillar that you've outlined that we'll go into in just a second. But um, then it became sort of like this energetic game, if you will, for me. When you start to do the work in the orange room, and again, you're in full capacity of the divine feminine, the divine creator. And when you're doing this work, it has to show up in every aspect of your life because our lives are not just one slice of a pie. They're the whole pie. And right. when we are working in all of the pillars in our life, we are creating in every facet of our life. And we start to realize when we're doing this work, and I always say, take a dedication and take this time and take 30 days to do the work in the orange room and watch your entire life change, your entire yes. life. It's not just one aspect you're creating in. It's all aspects. And the moment you recognize that you have the power to do so, the strength to do so, your life becomes the way that you choose it to be. And this is where people, they don't realize how much control they really have over creating their life until they go in and they start to really explore the orange room. Yeah, for me, like I stepped into it completely wholeheartedly uh, for 30 days. And then, uh, and I was seeing results that's, that made me a little uneasy, actually. I don't really know why, uh, because it just seemed so natural. And then I sort of pulled back and I noticed the contrast almost immediately. And it's like, I can't go back. I can't stuff that genie back in because I've already, I've been shown this now and, and I am, not wanting to live life any other way um so what what happens when you just when you allow the divine feminine to lead like you just sort of surrender and you you lead with that well first of all it's an incredible declaration of self-love and when you're, you know, one of the, the, the very strong aspects of why we're even here on this planet is to learn self-love. So as we go forth in that divine feminine, we're allowing self-love to lead us. Think mm -hmm. about the personal power behind that. Think about that personal power and that awareness. Yeah, it's so interesting because it did, it showed up in like my personal life, but also very strongly in my work life. Um, so that they were just, it was a, it was a way of being as opposed to like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'll focus on that after work or in the evenings on the weekends. No, it became a complete, um, just, uh, across, across every facet of my life. Um, and I, I can't go back. So, and, and when you're working with the orange room, did you see how, when you started to create, you knew exactly what you wanted and it showed up in your life. And see, that's what I love the most about it is that when we know exactly what we want, because we love ourselves so very much, it shows up in yeah. our life exactly the way we truly, truly need it and want it. And people don't like to think about needs, but truly we have our needs designed mm -hmm. on who we are did you see this come into your life absolutely um 
Sometimes it, it arrived via different packages than I had imagined, um, but the essence of what I was calling into, what I was working with the meditations with, every single thing showed up. Um, and it, and it, it didn't matter where I was in the world or what I was doing in the world. Um, it, they showed up and what was even more interesting to me is that I learned to recognize them um, when they showed up and that is your awareness and your divine feminine you know going back to the physical piece of our body look at the magic that's created in the uterus we create a child in the orange room and think if mm -hmm. we can that's the birthing place of humanity so think if we can create mm -hmm. a child in that orange room imagine what else we can create there because there's nothing mm -hmm. greater than a life yeah that's that's a great point um we're going to spend the next five days going deeper into each pillar that you have outlined that uh, i have just lived in the last 12 months 13 months um and but i would like to touch on each pillar um just to sort of give us a framework to work with for this week but um so the first one you you led into was um was creativity and can you talk a little bit about like like do you recommend this this order that we're about to lay out um as far as the evolution of awareness um if you can go a little bit into that and the first one is creativity so the first pillar of creativity is understanding that that which is conscious thought to action and bringing forth the belief system of the creative idea so as we've just touched earlier creativity is an aspect of a conscious thought driven by the energy of the action so we have to start with creativity because we have to believe in our own being that we can create all things we have to have that as a top shelf belief we can create mm -hmm. our reality and we can mm -hmm. and we can yeah and and my biggest thing was to suspend judgment of is this is this too big am i asking too much uh but yet this is what i want this this is what where my creativity level is right now so well, i'm just gonna put it out there but how would that exist in one what would that look like you know we <laughs> channeling angels were taught that we are the creator and the master of our own reality and that God feeds us this light to understand how much we can create. So why do we have to create small? Why should we? If we don't want to, why should we? We can create anything we truly desire, design, as long as it is in alignment with the spirit and the highest good and creativity. I mean, it's endless energy. It's an endless source of energy. Yeah, I mean, I, I stepped into it, as you know, very in a very small way. And then very quickly, I just sort of what what seemed like throw caution to the wind to me dreamt so much bigger. And literally within two months, something that I could not have even imagined professionally uh, 
almost came to me is what it felt like. Um, like the statistics of it just didn't make sense. There was, but, but the essence of it made complete sense. Like, and you taught me how to get into that meditation and sort of release um, it, let the world work out what it needed to work out, but to stay in that essence of what I imagined. Exactly. What I love about the work as a channel practice is that you have this, this resource of light assisting you to help you create your belief systems in alignment with whom you are. Mm-hmm. And that assistance comes in, in these different levels of meditation. Yeah, you, um, I know that you got lots of very surprised phone calls from me and, you know, they were, I was the one surprised, you were not at all. This work that we're doing in, in this time period on this planet is all about going within and really understanding how to create around you. So we have these platforms set up for us angelically with the light in this orange room program that we're working on in our own being and it is a program within ourselves is Mm -hmm. giving us permission to be the master creator and i love that i love that yeah you gave me permission or you taught me how to give myself permission permission. yes sorry like like no other Um, And then the next step, the second pillar in the House of the Orange Room, you taught me how to tap into passion. And I think that was one of my biggest pieces. Like, yes, I had some passions, but I also thought those were like sort of a, you know, after work sort of thing or weekend sort of thing. Um, But you taught me how to tap into passion just as a baseline across my life. So that is so, you know, passion. We, these are some very basic levels of passion that we find and, and we need to take it to the full extension of ourselves. And I'll explain what I'm meaning. Passion, when we fall in love or we get turned on by somebody, we start to feel passion in our being. When we're creating a project, we start to feel passion for the project. We need to be able to ignite in that river of passion in all aspects of our life and passion for whom we are here on this planet passion for our projects our creativity passion for people passion for the earth passion and people are only accepting different situations that awaken this passion so when we truly awaken passion within us we find in every aspect of our life that fire moves up in us to create to create to create again helping us create our reality and our own evolution the way that we need it. So passion should be an everyday feeling, energy, acceptance, awareness flowing through us. We should be turned on by life. Life should turn us on. Yeah, uh, one of the biggest things was uh, for me to stop, like my, my days are super, super busy. Sometimes I am like eating a bar, you know, on the subway or doing whatever. Um, and um, I, I didn't really stop and make the time for just the awareness of, you know what, this moment feels really, really good. This is, this is that hum of passion because, you know, it's, it, it may feel super busy, but it, it's more flow and sort of redefining what that, 
you know, and then there were days that were not busy, um, but I still wanted to tap into understanding and being just hyper aware of these pillars. Uh, Passion really helps us stay excited about living. Mm-hmm. We all need that, that, you know, seeing, seeing life through the eyes of excitement. Can you imagine? And that's what this work helps us achieve is seeing life through that ex- state of awareness where we are excited to be present, a present moment. Yeah. One of the biggest things around that too, was even in the mundane things that need to support what, you know, you would think passion looks like, even if you like, there's just a million mundane things behind the scenes that need to support a project or a relationship or whatever. And there can be passion in those, those projects, whether you're paying a bill or whatever it is, it's that energetic feeling of bringing towards, uh, the mundane pieces that support like a bigger vision as well. Exactly. Exactly. A bigger vision, a way of seeing things in a completely different perception perspective. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, within it, I was wondering why, like the orange room, I, I, I knew about the orange energy center, et cetera. Um, and I was applying it more towards business and projects. And that was my own sort of thing. Um, but you, the third, uh, pillar, you talk about sexuality within this same orange room. Can you talk a little bit about that? Our sexuality within our being as we move into what the angels will call spiritual maturity is part of the essence of our flow of life and the procreation of energy in its essence of sexuality. Sexuality is again a level of self-love. It is a level of expression. Sexuality is a place where we connect with ourselves and with another being. Our People feel like sexuality is the is the coming of another human being to oneself not essentially true our sexuality is the essence of our vitality of our human being sexuality also when we're in our sexual energies is the very similar feeling of how we've touched god outside of our body and our spirit so when we're in our true sexuality we're feeling the abundance of god flowing through us and a lot of people a lot of people are like well how does that make sense because our sexuality is a flow of energy that is truly universal it's a a continuum flow of self-love through the body sensories Mm -hmm. the biggest thing for that um I, i i was uncomfortable i guess um which which is always an indicator of that's where we need more work obviously um and but i was uncomfortable about putting sexuality with all within this uh, just because of how i thought i was going to apply it and how i came at it very you know logically etc but what i really really understood came to understand was the expression piece you just mentioned and about once I learned how to work with that, it, it became a very individualistic expression of how I wanted to show up in friendships, how I wanted to show up at work, how I wanted to show up in a love partnership. It, it, it literally was about 
the individual essence of, of how I wanted to present my like vitality. Exactly. And I think that when we get into the healthy aspects of our sexuality, you know, if we as human beings, when we do this deep work and we start to really understand that we are sexual beings, then we can move into a healthy facet with that. And of course, we can look around the world and see there's a very unhealthy facet attached to sexuality. And we need to be the beings that change that because the big O, I'll just say the big O, when we have one of those which it's wonderful that we all have them. At that moment, we are in identity of our true master creator and we can create anything in that moment. Mm -hmm. It reminds us the pleasure that we've been given on our, in this existence of the human consciousness and our own sexuality, the identi identity of whom we are in the body in a state of wellness comes from doing your work in the orange room, going in deep, and recognizing again that through creativity driven by passion awakening the sexuality within we can move into a hundred percent health and well-being of whom we are yeah it was um it was one of the biggest revelations of uh of, of the entire orange room it was it, it is beautiful um then we talked uh the fourth pillar in the house of the orange room you touch on emotions and at first i was also a little hesitant like do emotions really play a part here um and why and how well emotions are your emotions live in your house it live in this house of the orange room this is where they're created and not that the chemical emotions of the brain in in the mind but the actual body emotions universal emotions expressions and emotions are polarities mm -hmm. so you find that you live in all emotions and when we repress our emotions and our sexuality and this is very true again we repress our emotions we start to see the sexuality change within us we start to see ourselves hiding mm -hmm. we start to see uh, maybe we're not flowing properly in our hips stiffen up when people are repressing their emotions their lower body doesn't operate the way that it should it's not flowing mm -hmm. your emotions are a design of your creativity your emotions are they're very human their human aspect we have the emotion i'm sure or the enlightenment and spirit of just joy in the human body we get to express these emotions and this is where they live in this house so we do not want to repress our emotions we want our emotions to be flowing like our sexuality like our passion like our creativity yeah and this work you through some of the channeled scripts and some of the meditations and then our work you literally held up a mirror and like made me put a flashlight to those emotions and examine them as as guideposts if you will um and but each one like you held my feet <laughs> straight to the fire to look at each one of those as opposed to okay i know how to deal with these i'm not going to deal with those those go in a special box and you you laid them all out and made me, taught me how to look at them, taught me how to um, work with the alchemy of them. That's the exciting piece of emotion is like emotion is polarity. Yeah. 
So if you want to understand one emotion in a higher frequency, you have to go delving into the opposite polarity emotion Mm -hmm. and see how much work you've done around this. If you want to experience and understand healthy emotion, you have to also do the work of the repressed emotion. And once you do that work, guess what? You're free, Mm -hmm. free. You can flow, you can flow endlessly on what you want to create because repression is gone. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about it. And it all works in this house of the orange room. Yeah, that was one of the things that you are an absolute master of is tracking. Um, like when I was getting super heavy on either self-congratulating myself on work, you know, breaking through with one emotion, but you would just sort of like, remember, we still need to deal with this, you know, and just, you just kept folding it in, I guess like cake batter. Just know we need, we need this to come in too. There has to be a balance. You really, um, you're a master at, at um, laying those all out and folding them in. Well, it's, it's interesting because, you know, you can hear in my environment around me, I have dogs and it's a caretaking dogs and in this time period that we're in. And it's fascinating because what the orange room has taught me in channeling this energy and this work is patience and that, you know, everything can flow naturally. So you can hear the dogs in the background moving around and maybe in these type of moments, that situation might stress someone out. But to me, I understand this is life and this Mm -hmm. is what the orange room has taught me to really move into the flow of life and understand the principle of what's going on around us and find Mm -hmm. patience for it. And I love that work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, the fifth, so the fifth pillar of in the house of the orange room that you outline is money. And my first reaction to that was, wow, this is a whole lot of different seemingly disparate pieces to be putting, you know, the, uh, into one group. Um, but after working with it, it makes complete sense um, that you know money's just energy as well it's can you talk a little bit about why why money and the creation of it, it fits beautifully into the orange room and the divine feminine was well, the fifth pillar money is designed by creativity money flows to us because we believe we deserve it Money is energy. And when we've done the work and we've create, we've released our creativity into the universe and we're creating the way that we're meant to, and we're in the rhythm of our passionate flow. And we are in the, we are in the acceptance of our sexuality and we have opened up our emotions. We have created a perfect formula to create wealth because we have zero resistance to creating. Money is a divine feminine energy. Money is, it can, you know, there's so many essences. Money can help us, help us create, and it can help others. And we all deserve it. It's, it's not something that, that only some of us deserve and some of us don't. And, and wealth, wealth is of all things. Wealth is creativity. Wealth is 
sexuality wealth is passion wealth is emotion and doesn't really matter the order of when we are creating it that aspect but we are in an absolute flow of creativity which allows the money piece to show up in our life the way that we want it money mm-hmm. is energy again energy follows consciousness mm-hmm. um can you uh, did we talk a little bit about like do you recommend the order that that um are these uh the creativity to passion to sexuality to emotions to money do you see that as um like a a stepping stone an evolution if you will and do you feel like people should um compartmentalize those steps or do you see like how would you how do you recommend working with when the orange working room? with the orange room in the in the beginning i absolutely recommend those steps mm-hmm. creativity to passion passion to sexuality sexuality to emotion emotion to money and then once we're in the money house we can mix and match but we have to do that work first that way mm-hmm. there's an absolute order that's why it's the five pillars it's supporting the orange room mm-hmm. but once we're in money we can if we need to like bring in more creativity one day and then the next day more emotion but we have to go we have to do the formula to get there mm-hmm. i really believe that absolutely yeah and create the foundation and then you it's sort of like painting you you learn the rules so you can break them exactly um yeah and once you're at that place of creating wealth then you can mix and match and that's what i was saying earlier that point you can say okay i need a little bit more of this i need a little bit more of that i'm making a perfect formula again mm-hmm. a perfect recipe what the orange room has done for me is sort of given me um the expectation of like the extraordinary just in an ordinary day um it has i've i've a lot of times felt like a little kid and wanted to like bring you a flower and tell you (laughs) like (laughs) look at what this is doing and again you're not surprised this is uh this has been revolutionary for me personally and the ripples of it um of who I bring it to or or if they just um you know happen to be uh sharing the fruits of of my learnings um it's it's been so incredible so I'm thrilled to like go into this deeper for our listeners for each one um can you say a little bit about the course that you have designed that will be coming out in the summer um and how the orange room the course is is working well the course is a channeled course 100% channeled and it consists of five sets of meditations videos and scripts and the scripted work is amazing because it's a design that i created where you allow the channeled energy of your own voice to talk to your body to each cell base and so you're talking to all your energy centers and you're talking to your spirit using your voice activation for your own self healing the meditations take you into a journey through storytelling through adult storytelling that allows you to surrender to accept yeah you you know the um 
the channel, the voice uh, scripts were one of my biggest resistances. Um, and they, they did take a little bit of time, probably 15 to 20 minutes, you know, for me to voice record each script. And at first I thought, oh my gosh, I can't stand my voice. This, what is this? It felt off to me and it has become my absolute go-to because there's something about my own voice reminding me of these meditations and it's something that I do daily now. When you're using your own voice, you have to, uh, when you're using your voice, at first we're resistant, a lot of us, because we're not in that self-love piece. Mm -hmm. Think about it. So we're hearing ourselves and the more we listen to ourselves, there's some great points here, the more that we accept whom we are and we have self-talk every day towards ourselves, and most of that self-talk is negative and our cells are listening to our negativity and so when we start to speak positively to ourselves our cells are like hey i'm gonna do this because we're giving ourselves permission to create our own healing mm -hmm. and that's why the voice recordings are absolutely such a key of your own awareness evolution and healing i remember doing a few of them and literally saying well I know that's my voice telling me, but that's not truth. And so it felt off. And so I would put them down for a few days and then something would make me pick them back up again. And every single one of them became truth. And then, then I just, once I applied it, it was just like, okay, this, this self-talk is absolutely crucial absolutely yeah it's it's been quite a ride and um, like I said I am not wanting to stuff that genie back in the bottle ever so uh, thank you for the work that you have done on the orange room and I look so forward to uh, making it available to everyone well you're very welcome and thank you thank you for doing it thank you for being a wonderful testimony to the work yeah, my pleasure. Absolutely. So I will talk to you in the morning where we deep dive um, uh, further into creativity. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Alexa. Thank you. Have a blessed day. You too. And as always, if you'd like to work with Alexa one-on-one, -on -one, please visit thelanguageoflovenlight.com or stop by the online store for quantum tools at lightlinkuniverse.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. If there's a topic you'd like us to explore, let us hear from you. Love and light always.